Hello all, welcome to episode 26 of FPL Academica Vertex podcast. I'm your host Shiva and as always I'm joined by my two co-hosts Aditya and Chris. And this is really exciting time to be talking about FPL. We have so much stuff to talk about. We will see our game week 27 review quickly and then start with the discussions about game week 28 and onwards. There has been double game week tentative double game week news about uh, double game week Chelsea that we'll talk about. We'll talk about game week 28 and 29 strategy in terms of players to target, chips, teams to target and what not. And then we'll finish uh, the pod with uh, uh, some questions from the Twitter and our transfer plans and captains. So that's the way we're going to go today with this podcast. And let me start with the Game Week review. And Aditya, why don't you start with how Game Week 27 has been for you? How are you doing overall? Hey Shiva, nice to be back on for another episode. Well, Game Week 27, definitely not going on plan based on if you're free hit it and i'm on like 47 odd points only thing is that i know we had a kind of a discussion whether to go walker or laporte and i think i went walker and i think i kind of influenced you to change from laporte to walker so i think walker yep. didn't end up playing we got zero points and uh, mares benched was a bit of surprising is it but we were kind of expecting more of a peprolet and foden scored and sterling blanked and uh, i mean united players choked which we were kind of very i was optimistic rather than labeling it uh, to you guys i think you were kind of not convinced and chris was hoping for a defeat but uh, the way we expected it to go around but uh, nevertheless i mean we have game week 28 coming up with a lot of doubles and finally uh, we can really see that why game, wild carding in 26 for us made sense so i'm just hoping 28 29 and 30 goes i think there's burnley's game left against leicester so hopefully Triple Burnley can at least do something. We'll see how it goes. So, are you on a green arrow or red arrow for now? Red at the moment. But because I think it's because of United. Uh, basically, Fernandes. I mean, United created so many chances. Didn't manage to score. And the City defense, right? Having Walker. Didn't play. But City managed to keep a clean sheet, right? So, with high ownership of Jao Canseo and all. I think those are the points where... I'm facing a red arrow for, for that reasons, but uh, we'll see. I don't think I will be on a green. I'll be on a red, small red arrow, but that is kind of, uh, I would say, acceptable and I'll just move on. I don't want to look at this game week now. Who came on for you uh, in place of Walker? <laughs> It's Amarte who's going to come on, so <laughs> I might probably I mean, hope you ne- for you a You never nil know. Nil. Yeah. I might hope for a nil-nil, but that would mean at the cost of Vegas blanking, but I mean, I really don't care now. I'm just looking at game week 28 now, so I've just moved on. This game week is done. Yeah, because for me, uh, I had Bednarek on my first on my bench. So I got a six pointer from him. So uh, Man City's clean sheet was not that bad for me. Uh, Walker, maybe maybe I would say he would have got some very close to six anyway. So that's not too bad. But I've, I am currently on 51. Um, obviously, on a free hit, uh, you expect a little bit uh, more than just above average. But I think uh, that's okay. I mean, considering like, what strategy i went through from 26 to 30 i think uh, my team for 27 was not that good and already i have calculated i am i'm up on about 15 to 16 points plus whatever hits i would have taken if uh, had i not uh, free hit it so i think i'm good on that part still triple burnley to go if 
Vegost gets one attacking return that will be really really good I don't I'm not expecting Burnley to keep a clean sheet but I hope Vegost gets a goal or assist you know which uh, as a captain which would uh, definitely nail down my green arrow for the week so yeah 51 uh, again not bad but uh, hoping 28 and 29 bring a uh, much bigger green arrows uh, because of the things and chips I have planned to play. So that's uh, it for my team. Uh, Chris, how was or how has been your game week 27 so far and uh, what's your score? Uh, so it's been a, a bit of a, a weird game week, I think, for all of us uh, free hitters. I think uh, many, many were unlucky with the city assets. And I think United, if you watch the highlights, which I think you guys did, I think they were really, really unlucky. Uh, to not score at least twice. Uh, I also know I made captain Bruno. If that was me, I'd be fuming, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm on 51 points too with the three Burnley players to go. And I also captain Weghorst, uh, who I think can easily deliver against their really poor Chelsea defense. And I'm currently, for the first time, in the top... Uh, actually, I'm not. I'm, I'm just outside the top 100k. Uh, so I think... By the end of the game week, I will be in it, and I still have wildcard and bench boost to go. And the recent double announcement of Chelsea has made things more interesting for me. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to the to the next game week. Yeah, that's that that's good. Uh, I mean, United game. Yeah, both of you said I I agree. I had a Fernandez, and I really was thinking about uh, downgrading Fernandez to maybe go triple city uh, in attack or you know get Cancelo ahead of Walker because the reason I couldn't get Cancelo is because I was not ready to downgrade Fernandez and the way he missed chances I mean he missed two big chances I mean three if you count that header in it, it, it was really unbelievable to see how how United didn't end up scoring few goals in that game I have no idea I mean if you see the stats Bruno could have easily <laughs> have uh, hauled like 15 16 or even more pointer but not to be the case. So that was actually the only thing uh, that was bad in terms of targeting players on the free hit. But if you look the other way around, maybe if I knew Bruno would blank, I would probably get KDB in place of him who blanked also. So <laughs> I I think in either way, the free hit chip was not going to be that much of an upside that people were targeting. I think one of the things that all of us thought, okay, City is going to uh, beat Everton 3-0, 4-0, final or whatnot. We probably underestimated that, okay, uh, maybe Lampard also might see some of their, how they play and maybe setups in a different way. But yeah, that that's how it goes. And it was proper uh, FPL lesson. Uh, but yeah, again, all good. We are looking forward to game week 28 onwards. So moving on, we, we got a news yesterday about a possible double game week for uh, game week 28 so midweek FA Cup round which is coming up from tomorrow mm, if both Norwich and Chelsea unless both Norwich and Chelsea go out of the FA Cup in the midweek uh, round then they will have double game week in game week 28 where Chelsea will play Burnley and Norwich away and Norwich will play, I think, Brentford at home and Chelsea at home. So it's not a 100% guaranteed double game week, but looking at who Chelsea are playing and who Norwich are playing, who are Liverpool, I don't think uh, it, it's possible that uh, 
uh, the double game week won't be on i think it will be on uh, so yeah that, that's a little bit exciting because chelsea assets have never been part of our plan for last i would say four to six podcast or game weeks that we have played with and now we have all those assets to talk about and we have chris chelsea fan to give us maybe some inside information <laughs> about chelsea who is going to start both or who have the most chance so uh yeah that that's uh, the double game week that we are looking for but apart from chelsea and norwich i think already announced double game week in 28 is uh, so the teams who are doubling in 28 which were already announced before yesterday were southampton newcastle wolves watford leeds and aston villa so there are some uh, good fixtures to take advantage of so starting with chris uh, uh, what what are your thoughts initial thoughts on Chelsea double game week are you excited are you already looking to uh, get triple on them and do you have any chip strategy in mind to you know maybe uh, use a wild card in this week and uh, make the most of these double game weeks yeah so uh, of course for one I'm, I'm really excited because uh, I think this is one of the best doubles we've seen lately uh, Burnley and Norwich I think both away games but uh, I don't think that makes a lot of difference especially the Norwich game I think it's going to be a really nice one. First of all, my initial plan was to navigate 26 without any any chips <clears throat> and use my triple captain on Salah. Uh, so I, I think I did that uh, a bit of a last minute call and it paid off massively. Uh, and then I, I just thought wildcarding 28 would be better for me uh, because I think the information we, we get by then is crucial. So. Uh, by that, I just, you know, I said to myself, uh, I'd rather wait and see so I can set up my team better for the foreseeable blanks and doubles. And I think with the Arsenal and Chelsea game not being transferred to game week 28, I think that move was a uh, correct move. Of course, it couldn't be the other way, but I think for now, it seems to me like the correct move. Uh, as to Chelsea assets, uh, I've kept Rudiger through all this time and actually played him in the double in 26. Uh, and I think I've made a, a right call because I, I bought him cheap, I think 5.5, and he's now like, what, 6.1, if I'm not mistaken. So I think keeping him was the right call, and I think uh, that puts me in a bit of a dilemma because I already have one Chelsea asset, and you you'd ideally want two, uh, mainly because attackers are a bit, uh, you know, all over the place. But I think yesterday's match gave me some incentive to actually invest in our attack uh, and if anyone watched the game I think Chelsea were really really good I mean uh, we played really fluid you know the transition was really good we had really really good chances and I think we could have scored at least three goals against one of the best teams in the world and I think you know Pulisic, Havertz and Mount I think at the moment that is our best front three uh, give or take some of the of course we have many alternatives which is always the issue but I think we need to find a team that it's going to glue together and I think that team is going to play the majority of games uh, and I really hope so because we need to win most of the games from now on and you know it's they're really important so for me personally uh, I'm looking at Havertz because I just believe that right now he seems like undroppable he had a, an excellent performance yesterday he created so much he moved really well he anticipated uh the situations he, he he was just you know he just seems so good and I just think him as an FPL asset he might be a bit less rotation prone due to the fact that he can play as a false nine and even a supporting role you know 
uh, right to left. Uh, so I just think he might offer some great value. And I think that now that his creativity has also increased a lot, and he seems much more confident than ever, I wouldn't be shy to take a punt. But yeah, uh, besides Havertz, I just don't think the attackers offer much safety right now. Lukaku, he's not nailed anymore. I just don't think he's worth a punt. Right now, he's he's quite expensive. And what what's really caught my, my interest is uh, the double up on defense. Rudiger, who is the most nailed in my opinion, uh, the most fit and the most, uh, you know, important player right now, uh, plus both things, you know, fitness and comp- and you know, importance to the team. So I think, I think if you want to get one Chelsea asset, he is the one right now. Uh, Rich James, I'm just not sure whether he, you know, whether we risk him uh, too much. I think he's gonna get some minutes. He's gonna build some fitness slowly because I don't think we we can risk missing him for the UCL knockouts. I just think. He's not going to be rushed in, so if you want to get him for the double of this game week, I think he's really, really risk to not feature in both games. Now, uh, of course, we've seen the rotation that takes place in Chelsea all over the, the team, so I think the next safest option is Edward Mendy, who was you know phenomenal yesterday. He was, I think, for me, was one of the best performances I've seen from a goalkeeper in my lifetime. I uh, just couldn't believe sometimes what he did and I think right now after the events of you know of that uh, Carabao final that he is the number one uh, final you know for all the league games I, I can't think of him being benched uh, anytime soon that being said I think I'm leaning towards a double up of Mendy and Rudiger and if I'm gonna wildcard I think I'm gonna include Harris too so if I were to wildcard I would definitely have triple Chelsea. They have an amazing run coming up, uh, you know. And I think uh, I'll also have a nice plan uh, for game week 30, which obviously uh, relies on game week, uh, you know, sorry, the FA Cup results. So I would wait, of course, before pulling in the trigger. Some people, however, they push the button. So uh, I, I really hope the results help everyone to navigate these weeks. And yeah. That, that's uh, my initial thoughts. So, so you are uh, saying that double defense and maybe Howards is the is the best way to go if you are planning on triple Chelsea and and kind of agree to that. And um, Rijem obviously his ceiling is high, but especially coming back from that muscle injury, I also don't see him starting uh, two games in a row in a double game week, especially if he starts and plays entire game in the midweek. So, I think that's also one of the things to look forward if. If uh, Rich James plays 90 in the midweek, I really don't see him starting two games in the next, next five or uh, six days. But you mentioned about Havertz, but uh, Mason Mount also was good. I mean, good in terms of actually getting the chances, not in terms of converting it. So, do you think uh, actually Havertz is more nailed uh, than Mount right now, especially the way he is playing? Um, yeah, maybe they're, they're both uh, equally nailed. I just don't know. Whether Mount's role is gonna change a bit, uh, I'm, a bit I'm a bit worried about his confidence. I don't know, you know, players usually get affected by some things. You know, I think Mount is a player who works a bit with psychology, and I, I just, I, I, I hope he recovers from that miss. But I think this uh, performance might stick on him a bit. Maybe uh, that's my that's my thoughts. That's of course something that could be totally uh, false. But I, I, yeah, I think he's a good shout too. I think. I think he's almost as nil as Havertz, but right now, 
maybe you know I think Mount also had some you know uh, small injuries here and there. So if the chance presents itself, I think Tuchel uh, could say you know uh, Mount is gonna rest it a bit. We want to see some other players proving something because I think Mount's got nothing to prove right now. We all know how good he is for the team. We all know his impact. But I just think uh, you know in this there's a slight chance Tuchel might try to give him a bit of a rest here and there to protect him for the better games. And again, uh, Burnley and Norwich are away, not the easiest games in the world. Both include, both could be traps, you know. I just think there these are games that uh, could offer some nice uh, potential for players who don't get many minutes, like Werner or Lukaku, to get some form, score some goals. So that's my thinking behind all this. Uh, so especially for the double. Yeah, and but personally, I do think that Chelsea uh, attackers are a little bit of a lottery in a way that if you target them for doubles, you probably might have to uh, be ready for if they only start one and maybe get a cameo another. One more thing to look into is uh, fitness of Ziyech. If he plays some part in midweek uh, in cup game, then definitely he's going to be uh, one player who is going to maybe eat minutes in one of the mounts and Havertz for double game week. So yeah, I probably, especially that I'm, I don't have wildcard anymore, I'm not going to go for any of the Chelsea attackers. But looking at their, especially looking at their games, when we talked about Mount, Havertz and Norwich, we all remember what happened in game week 9, right? We, we all were about uh, all about uh, Havertz captain in game week 9 where they played Norwich. <laughs> Chelsea scored 7 goals but Havertz didn't do. So at least with my dream structure, I'm not planning to break my structure and go for Chelsea asset. For me, I am looking to play, play bench boost. And obviously, I was looking forward to have Arsenal and Chelsea game announced. And if that was the case, then I'll probably have maybe... Uh, 12 or 13 uh, doublers without without any transfers but that's not the case Chelsea and Norwich are playing now so I am looking to still play bench boost because that that sounds the right move to do for my team but I'll probably get uh, Rudiger maybe and Mendy as well in place of Ramsdale just to target these doubles so that, that's my tentative plan for uh, bench boost but having said that um, Chelsea as a whole, there are there have been some concerns about how they were playing, how their form was in the Premier League, and the two teams that they were play they are playing in this game week are away, and both are struggling to avoid relegation. Burnley also have hit a bit of a form, so there might be a case against you know um, avoiding Chelsea altogether unless you are wildcarding. So, Aditya, where are you on this Chelsea assets and uh, especially with your team structure? Do you see a point breaking your structure or you know taking some hits to get Chelsea at least defensive assets for game week 28 what are your thoughts on that I think I'll keep my answer very brief in my situation in my case I have double Liverpool defense and I think we kind of expected I think so Arsenal to play Liverpool this game week if I'm correct or not am I correct Shiva no Arsenal to play Chelsea we were expecting yeah, Arsenal to play Chelsea sorry so uh, I think that was the reason um we kind of went with double Arsenal and with the double Liverpool for 29, I think, right? So, um, I think I would not yeah. like to break my structure. In that case, maybe just for a week, I could maybe transfer out Van Dijk for Rodiger just to attack uh, or get an extra double for game week uh, 28. That is what I would like to do. 
but in terms of getting mendy and all i mean to be honest right uh, any goalkeeper who's priced above 5 5.1 now in this case ramsdale you have sa and all i typically don't like to have expensive goalkeepers that's how i have been playing for the last few seasons i always like these cheap goalkeepers and having better defensive assets so my intention of getting ramsdale was just to attack the next few weeks and then just downgrade and just move on after game week 30 31 so even if you're picking mendy um in your wild card or something you i'm pretty sure you will have to downgrade him to somebody else to facilitate the funds elsewhere so that is going to definitely happen over the next few weeks because unless you're using a chip for a one week that's a free hit or just for short term then only you're going to basically spend 6 million or so on goalkeeper so i think just get in rudiger and play safe is what i would say at this point and in terms of attack if you're on a wild card then maybe you can take a punt on as chris said on havertz and mount or so but other than that i am basically not looking to get any attackers from chelsea rather i would just focus on rodrigo that's it so so are you not playing a uh, bench boost aditya are you also wild card at 26 if yes, i yes, remember correctly yes i will be yes i will be playing but i'll just get in rodrigo that's it yeah. i don't so one of the reason why i am so much with getting in mendy and all I don't want to. Yeah, one of the reason why I want to get Mendy is because uh, I don't like to play bench boost when at least my keeper is not doubling. So with keeper, right, with bench boost is at its highest upside for me if your keepers are having four fixtures between them, you know, like both keepers. So I really want to target a keeper on my bench boost which has a double and there is an option of going with de broca as well and i was hoping that ramsdale would get a double but he did not but the rest of the fixtures are so good i mean arsenal playing watford all three of them ramsdale saka and white they might also be good enough to bench boost just for that single fixture but i'm just thinking that if i get mendy as well i'll get double fixtures plus if i end up keeping him they also have a good fixtures in uh, fixture in game week 29 so I know it like getting Mendy just for a week or two may not be the right option on paper but again it is something that I'm thinking of only because I I want to bench boost and this week feels right for um, bench boosting so but yeah as as you said correctly that if I get a 6.1 million keeper then sooner or later I would want to downgrade it to use the funds uh, elsewhere So yeah so I think that that's enough about Chelsea we we have uh, uh, talked enough and Chris has given his top 3 Chelsea assets I think Mendy Rudiger and Havertz I I would say that I would stay away from the attackers but again if the, if one of the attackers starts both then then their upside could be uh, much higher but apart from Chelsea there quite a few other teams are also doubling in 28 and some of their fixtures are are uh, quite nice so uh, one good thing about 28 is the teams who are doubling like wolves leeds and aston villa they are doubling in 28 and they have quite a good fixture in 29 and also they play game week 30 so those three teams are definitely the teams that you should look to uh, load your assets into if you already don't have them and i think the reason why people are targeting wild card in 28 is especially because uh, to load up on these players so that next 3 weeks are taken care of so uh, what do you guys think in terms of uh, fixtures of game week 28 especially with the assets who also have a uh, fixtures in game week uh, 30 and if you have any particular choice in some of the assets so southampton right so southampton have quite a decent double they are playing newcastle at home and aston villa away so this this 
fixtures, I mean, really sound like from the way Southampton have been playing, they can e- easily get four points out of uh, these two fixtures. So, if you were on wildcard, maybe I can come to Chris on, especially because he might be looking to wildcard. If you are on wildcard, would you just stay with uh, Broja or one of the attacking assets of Southampton or you are uh, also looking to double up with one of the defensive assets? What are your thoughts? Because just uh, update on cup games, if Saints lose to West Ham, then their fixtures, fixture versus Burnley in game week 30 is on and that really makes uh, even getting more assets of Southampton just more than just Broja or Adams so what are your thoughts there are, are you planning to get more Southampton uh, I was just happy for that that is why I'm waiting before pulling the trigger or anything I just want to see uh, whether uh, my team will be able to to you know will be suitable enough for the blank in 30 and for the weeks uh, to come I just want my team to be set really well you know I just don't want to have some uh, many issues unless something crazy happens. So I think uh, if West Ham wins against Southampton, it's going to be really important for my wildcard. I just think uh, Southampton have really improved both at- in attacking-wise and defensive-wise. Uh, they're much more compact and I think they're giving many teams a tough, tough game. Uh, and their, fi- their program, their fixture list from now on just seems so nice. And the double is just so good. You know, they- they're playing, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they do play Newcastle uh, and Aston Villa. Oh uh, yeah, uh, even better to be honest. Uh, I think I think these are nice fixtures for both aspects of defense and attack. Uh, I just think Walker Peters is quite nailed right now. I think he's been really good and he's been a bonus magnet lately. Although I didn't go with him in my free hit because of, uh, of funds. But yeah, I think at four point eight he presents like some great value in. and from you know the midfield and attack. I could easily see Broha being a nice enabler and maybe Ward Prowse or, you know, Stuart Armstrong of your new seed. There are so many picks from Southampton who I think could be worth a look. And I think if they do play in game with 30, a triple up is definitely on the cards for me. Yeah, I mean, if, if I if I am on wildcard, I would definitely uh, get one of Broja and Adams and definitely one of their defenders. So I think... Uh, uh, right, Phillips, KWP, he uh, looked uh, really good uh, against, uh, I think, who they played, Norwich. And if if I have to choose one of their defenders, obviously, Bednarek and Salisu are the most nailed centre-backs. But all of their uh, wing-backs, I think, is between Pero, Livramento and uh, KWP. All of them are good and I would definitely look to get one of those if I was on wildcard. Because they also play Watford in game week 29. So if you get them, you really have four nice fixtures coming in next three game weeks. So yeah, Southampton are definitely a team to uh, look forward to. But one team that people were not looking for, but now they're starting to look because of the form as well as back-to-back doubles is the Newcastle. And if I look at their assets, I mean, no one really stands out in particular, especially because now St. Maximin is injured. I don't know whether he'll be able to play in, in double game week or not, but right now he's injured. So, uh, do you guys have any plans of getting any Newcastle assets or on, especially on the wildcard? Chris, again, I'll come back to uh, you. Do you have any plans of getting Newcastle assets? I think Ryan Fraser has looked good in last couple of game week. Chris Wood, I think, also got an assist last game week. He has been playing where he actually gets you uh, nailed minutes for sure. 
plus uh, target has been looking good or Debraco as a keeper so there are quite a few good assets and Newcastle have been showing good form I think they have not lost a game in the last six and they have won four out of them so looking really good their fixtures in 28 uh, read as Southampton away and Brighton at home so definitely not bad in 29 it's a little bit difficult uh, read as a Chelsea away and Everton away so are you going for any Newcastle assets on your possible wildcard Chris? Yeah, to be honest, because uh, I, I did look at this and I really wish Sam Maximan or uh, Wilson were fit because I think there would be no brainers for this double, but double double uh, to be to be precise. Because I think that's where the, the interesting part is. They've got four fixtures when most teams have maximum three, and I think that is a key point. Uh, and if you can get them for free in a wild card, let's say. I think that's a really nice, uh, you know, it's a punt. If it doesn't work out that well, you still have four fixtures. You know, imagine four appearance points. Uh, I, I can't see your asset not getting anything in four games, in two games. It, it might happen, but, you know, even one return could be, you know, a pretty nice result for uh, such a punt. You know, you won't be too disappointed because it's a Newcastle player. Uh, to be honest, I thought about Dubravka uh, mainly for bench pros uh, purposes and the fact that he's cheap. I think that won't make me wanna, you know, readjust the funds. I mean, having a 4.4 goalkeeper in your bench is not that big of a deal. So I think I think he's the most uh, obvious choice for me right now. If you want a bench boost, if you still have your bench boost, I would look at him. But then again, it's a bit hard to actually justify getting a Newcastle player. Wood is is okay, but I think his value is not great anymore. He doesn't doesn't seem so involved. Uh, I think Willock or Fraser. Many people have been mentioning them. Uh, I haven't really dug dug up any stats to be fair, but I do think Willock could uh, could be a nice asset. Again, the price is very low. I think if you were a wild card, you I think you could easily punt. Uh, them and I think the the previous data in Newcastle shouldn't be accounted for, like uh like at the start of the season. I think they're brand new team right now, uh with much higher ambitions and I think uh they will make a statement that they want to stay in the league and what's to come in the future. So I do I do expect them to get results and to score goals and maybe to keep a clean sheet or two uh in the most optimistic of situations. But I just think uh. We need to forget the narrative that Newcastle are a bad team because of that, I think that that's not true anymore. I agree with uh, most of the points there with respect to Newcastle and I'm not on wildcard so I definitely am not uh, bringing any Newcastle assets but even if I was on wildcard and their keeper price is you know kind of tempting the funny thing is if you are on wildcard in 28 then you're going to use bench boost in 29 and newcastle fixtures in 29 do not look good for clean sheet so again do you want to get a keeper for bench boost whose two fixtures are away and not that easy probably not and there especially there are some other keepers to bench boost on so i think even if newcastle look good i don't think their assets uh, sound that much promising especially the way uh, 29 fixtures are laid out so moving on um aditya you i know you have uh, jimenez if i'm not mistaken and he was benched against west ham in this fixture and on paper he has really good two double game week 
games crystal palace home and watford home so uh, what do you think whether jimenez will start both are you thinking of maybe captaining him because i have triple wolves they have a good fixtures in 28 and 30 they play but jimenez benching is something that kind of uh, it was not it didn't come out of nowhere he was not looking good for some but has it changed your plan just because how he has been looking and he was benched or are you looking to keep whatever wolves assets you have i'm just going to stick with what i picked in my wild card in game week 26 and the himenes benching um, i mean people were saying right over the last few weeks that his numbers has been not that great and somehow he's managing to get the or assist or so but wolves did lose the last game to west ham a one nil defeat so i'm pretty sure i think himenes will play i i probably see that would be kind of a rest in contention to play him these two games that's what i think but i think we'll get much more information over the next few days um in in the presser yeah in in other some for some other player maybe would have thought okay now he has got his uh, rest and now he should be looking good to start next two games but especially because most of the wolves fan have been wanting him to be dropped just because of his performances uh, i am little bit worried but again wolves losing to west ham doesn't mean that uh, him and his drop got some positive for wolves as a team so maybe him and his will come back yeah uh before that happened he was really one of the choices i was looking for captaincy that's why i was uh, asking you whether you had any plans of captaining him or any of the wolves assets i mean fixture wise yes is definitely one of the candidates or even i think uh, one of the defensive assets i mean if you have semedo and all i think that would be a differential shout for captaincy but other than that i think only i think aston villa's fixture is something that kind of if not him and as then maybe coutinho but again coutinho i think has blanked over the last 3 weeks right so again this this week captaincy is a bit not i would say convincing enough based on these double fixtures for these sides because they are not that consistent so i mean uh, what if salah scores again in a single game week right so <laughs> yeah I, i think that that's a good segue into the Ast- aston coming to aston villa so Aston Villa did not look good before this week but again I think they uh, must have done some uh, homework and maybe Gerard had figured some uh, weaknesses out and I think they were their performance was good against Brighton again Brighton are not the team who are in form anyway but they had a good 2-0 victory against uh, Brighton uh, over the weekend and it, as you said Coutinho numbers are not looking good I think he had an xgi of 0.2 in his last uh, four games so that's not that good of a uh, numbers to you know considering him for captaincy but yeah aston villa fixtures in game week 28 read leads away and southampton home so on paper the fixtures are really really good and on my wild card i tripled up on aston villa ramsey cotino and dean so i'm really hoping that aston villa keep their form and and uh, uh, hit hit the ground running talking about their assets do you uh, do you have ramsey as your 4.5 or 4.6 midfielder option in wildcard or chris you are going with someone else because aston villa are playing a great double and if you see the leeds fixture obviously now leeds things have changed especially because the bls has left now but midfield runners are usually get 
you know they usually uh, end up getting a fpl return because the way leeds defend and jacob ramsey has similar play style you know which might have seen under bielsa to get a return so i had him in my team but what are your thoughts on him now especially considering that he'll you might be playing a bench boost with him yeah i do think ramsey is a really i think right now he's the best enabler in the game uh his price 4.8 he's pretty much nailed and he's been on some nice form his stats are not uh like insane but what do we expect from a 4.8 midfielder i mean uh we we need to to be realistic and see i mean he could easily get at least one return in a double game we can play in both games so from a 4.8 asset that i think that's a really good really good uh really good return so again I, i just i just believe that He's the 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 only player I would definitely have in a wild card from Aston Villa. And now the rest, Watkins, I did have him in my team beforehand. He seemed likely to get dropped. I think he did get dropped, if I'm not mistaken, against Watford. But he's he looked good against Brighton. He played on the wing, but I think he he looked good. So uh, I think if you own him, I think you definitely keep. But on a wild card. Uh, oh, I'm not sure sure he's worth the price tag anymore. But I, I think Coutinho, I do not like a lot. I, I think he definitely relies a lot on uh, individual skill and individual greatness. And I don't think stats back him up a lot, which which obviously you know we've seen him get some uh, nice holes and score some nice goals, get some assists. But I don't think I don't think he can do that on a consistent basis. He, he might have some purple patches, but I just don't think he can do that consistently. Uh, not a bad pick whatsoever, by the way, but I just don't think he's that good. I would definitely look at Marikash and uh, Digne, though, because I think that they're, they're nice defensive assets. And keep in mind, Villa do play in game with 30, so for someone like me who doesn't have the free hit to play, I think I'm going to double up on them, uh, no matter what. I, th- I think they're going to do well in the, for this for season too, so... I think I'm going to double up for sure. Yeah, I certainly yeah. hope so. They do. Also, uh, Matty Cash is going to get a lot of uh, attention now that he has uh, had a 14-pointer uh, just now. And hopefully, people will stay away from Dean and it will be time for Dean to get a 14-pointer now. <laughs> That's all I, I can hope. Uh, so, moving on, the last team that we are going to see f- doubling in 28 is going to be Leeds. And the big news from the weekend is that Leeds with another f- uh, bad defeat 4-0 against Spurs uh they looked uh, really bad defensively and it was finally the time uh, for leeds uh, to part company with uh, coach uh, bielsa and he's left now i think there is a american coach who is i think supposed to be uh, taking charge uh of them I, for- i forgot his name uh but they are under a new coach now for this double game week so we always saw leeds as you know some team which to target for so what what are your thoughts on having new manager do you think they have a players where they can change their strategy to being defense first and so teams that we are targeting against leeds might not be that worth anymore so aditya coming to you what are your thoughts on leeds double uh, for 28 and also thoughts about changing their manager and they possibly being little bit more stable at the back Uh, so Leeds are set to appoint Hesse Marsh so i think he was part of Ralf Ragnick's team and he was coach of RB Leipzig i think he left Leipzig few months back 
rather he got sacked and he's a good coach he kind of plays more of a pressing counter pressing football so um leeds will have to adapt but he's a very very good reputed coach and i think he was at rb salzburg then he went to leipzig and then he lost his job so he's a good coach i mean i mean when when he lost his job at leipzig people at united started rumbling he could join united under rang he can all but i mean he has moved on to be a coach right now so he won't step down <laughs> joining an assistant but kind of moving away from the topic but yes um defensively leeds have been bad we have seen that over the last few games they have shipped on an average four goals per game or something over the last four five games and that was kind of getting unacceptable and we'll see i mean how they play but uh, i think again if you're going to getting a leeds asset then i think probably rafinha would be the best option just one and other than that it's just again as usual new manager we always say that there's some sort of a new manager bounce and we'll see some kind of differentiation how teams play but again we'll have to wait and see how they play over the course of next few games to decide if we want to increase double up or triple up and all but maybe rafinha is somewhat would be the safer option i think that's the only player i would really consider if you're on a wild card i think that mostly everybody is going to do considering that they double yeah i, I agree with that and uh, segue into the captaincy now because you mentioned rafinha is the only asset right now for my team in 28 my captaincy on my burst team is on rafinha now obviously it was the case before actually we got the news of bielsa sacking or maybe uh, it was a mutual uh, agreement but he definitely i can see him definitely playing 180 minutes now i think it has come to a point that they cannot afford benching him so i think bielsa tried benching him or you know subbing him off in one of the games because he was probably uh, not playing the way bielsa wanted but i think they are at a stage now that they are really into the relegation battle and rafinha is their best player by you know some distance so i definitely don't see him getting rested also bamford is also not back for this double game week so rafinha will be on penalties and one of the teams that they're facing in double game week is leicester who are awful on set pieces and rafinha will take their most of the set pieces uh, including penalties so i definitely think if you consider 180 minutes all the set pieces plus the kind of players that they have i don't really see them changing their style altogether they will still be an attacking team they will be a still a team who will be considering goals so they'll need some uh, goals to be scored to win game so i definitely see leeds scoring some goals in this double game week so i am definitely captaining uh, or considering rafinha for the captaincy but if you really look at the captaincy for game week 28 the choices are wide open i mean in terms of double game week players yes you have probably uh likes of rafinha coutinho what we already talked about maybe a chelsea defender uh, i mean rudiger also is not a bad shout maybe some people might call it a boring shout but rudiger definitely has some attacking potential uh, to you know get a huge haul so definitely that's not a bad option but this game week also sees the fixtures like liverpool versus west ham watford versus arsenal where you know single game week players can easily score a brace or even a hat trick and you know uh, shows again that double game week is not the only thing to target in um, you know in this fixture so what what i would say i would not ask like one choice uh, what are your top 3 picks for a captaincy uh, for double game week 28 considering both obviously double and single game week players starting with you aditya well that's a very good question but uh, i will answer in such a way a wolves player 
any Wolves player, any Villa player, Salah, and then uh, one of the Arsenal attackers. That's sitting on a fence, Aditya. <laughs> yeah, I would like to give a diplomatic answer at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, if uh, if I pick my three choices, uh, I mean, <laughs> funny enough, my third choice would have been Sa. I mean, Wolves player, definitely I don't want to cap Jimenez now, especially that he was benched and I could easily see him um, benched in or at least subbed off in one of the games and they are not scoring uh, those many goals either. But I think uh, Sa definitely their keeper, definitely I'm looking, he's one of my options to cap because if they keep a clean sheet, I think we have seen him getting 8, 9, 10 pointer haul for a clean sheet and keeper if he gets clean sheet in one and good haul then i think overall double game week uh, the output is quite high so uh, i would say rafinha because i have my captains i'm i'm banned on him so rafinha is the one jose sa is the second and i'll go with my third option as uh Coutinho. i mean even if his stats don't uh, don't convince me that that much still I would think that he is a kind of a player that if you consider him playing close to 180 minutes he'll uh, he has a chance of you know getting something from out of the box also and especially now that Villa's penalty taker is not clear if they get a penalty I think there is a good chance that uh, Cotino will uh, take the penalty so yeah those are the three my captain choices so Chris who will be your top three captain choices for this week uh, I think, guys, the Wolves' defence has been a bit dodgy of late. If you've noticed, they've been considering a fair amount of chances. And I saw a game against West Ham and um, Saar made some nice saves again, uh, which, of course, uh, reinforces your argument uh, on the save factor. Uh, to be fair, I can't, I can't overlook uh, double players uh, again. I think double players are the way to go. And sometimes you might get, might get a bit luckier than other times. For me... I think you could go ahead and captain uh, a Wolves player, but if I had to pick one, which I like in particular, I think Saez, if he plays both games, imagine he keeps one clean sheet, he can easily score a goal. We've seen how, how much of a threat he can be. I think he could be a nice uh, outside pick, if I'm honest. Then I think I really like you know, the Villa, the Villa double. So Watkins, not a bad shout in my opinion. Even Coutinho, I think in two games he could easily pull off some nice, uh, you know, his magic and you know pull out pull out of a goal out of nowhere or assist. So again, I think he's also a nice option. And I would need to say, with the Chelsea double, Burnley and Norwich, find a player and see if you can gamble in him. Uh, either Rudiger or Havertz. If Howard starts both games, uh, I just think, you know, I think many, many people are scarred from Harvard's and so am I, but I, I just think he would be a nice, nice, really nice option and, and a differential because not many people would go there because of the risks and not many people can get him uh, if they have already wildcarded. So if he, if he does start both games, uh, he might be a really, really good pick. Yeah, so I mean, the, but captaincy this week is, is wide open and it, I really like the fact that it's not about you know, only seeing Salah as close to 200% own. Uh, captaincy is wide open. It's really exciting week for looking how the captaincy uh, turns out to be. So uh, I think uh, we have come to the part where we see take the questions from Twitter community and we have three questions today or four considering FPL Osama has asked two questions. So FPL Osama asks, 
uh, who would be your third striker on wildcard now considering that question i am um, assuming that two strikers that already he has sold on are maybe kane and broja so considering those are the two strikers he is nailed on chris uh, someone who is on the wildcard most probably who are looking who you are looking to get as your third striker on wildcard uh i think right now third striker could be juan from wolves i think his price is really you know uh he's really affordable and i think he will get starts i think his age allows him to play more often uh and i think he can also play a bit wider thus i just think at 5.4 million three three percent uh, of our ownership with the fixtures to come he plays for game 30 I think he could be a really nice third striker and a nice punt for the weeks to come. Okay, so Wang, it is. Aditya, who would be your third striker on the wildcard? Well, uh, if you're considering the fact, as you said, Keane and Armando Broha, right? So, uh, you need someone in the mid-tire zone. I might probably go with St. Max. I think there's a chance that he might be fit. So, we'll have to wait on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Saint Max was going to be one of the my choices as well because if he is fit, they are playing uh, double doubles, right? So obviously, four games he is playing close to three sixty. If he's fit, he definitely looks like like a good shout or good punt to have. But uh, honestly, if I was really on the wild card, even Jimenez was benched last week, I would not rule him out. I mean, they play Leeds in uh, game week thirty, and they have a. Uh, fixture against West Ham I think in or I don't know uh, they have a fixture in 29 also which is not that bad so uh, I think you can also cannot also rule out Jimenez but one thing if you really fancy Southampton what what I would like to do especially their double game week and if they lose in midweek and they are playing game week 30 I would not hesitate to double up on Saints attack so if you already have Broja then you can double up on Broja and Adams so you can definitely get two good fixtures for double game week uh, 28 you will get a game against Watford I think in 29 plus they might have a game in um, game week 30 as well so I, I think that option can also be considered so there you go, uh, your options for third uh, striker option, FPL Osama. His other question is, so quickly guys, if you are on a wild card, would you say Cancelo to get a Chelsea player, Chelsea defender? Chris? Yeah, definitely, in my opinion. Uh, of, of course, make sure that you get someone who's nailed. Uh, like as we mentioned before, Rudiger, I think if you get someone who's not nailed, in the end, it might actually, might actually be worth it. Because Cancelo has the upside and he's definitely fixture-proof. But so is, is, is Chelsea defense, in my opinion. We've seen how they can keep teams out. Uh, Top-class keeper behind the back line. So I think, yeah, I think I would definitely, for Rudiger especially, I would definitely do it, yeah. Aditya, would you sell Cancelo on a wildcard for a Chelsea defender? Yes, yes, I completely agree with Chris. Okay, for me also, I would do it, but I would definitely consider the value because one of the things what I found when I sold Cancelo that on a free hit, I was not able to get him back because he was 7.1. Obviously, at this stage of a season, points points matter a lot and your chip strategy matters a lot. So I would definitely do that. But just keep an, uh, keep this in mind that you would be losing a value and he will be even more harder to get, get back in. So uh, moving ahead, question from FPL Hits. Are chips better served for 
game week 36 or 37 so I, i'll take this one so from my past experience for fast so many seasons what i have realized is it always seems to be good idea on paper to save your wild card and bench boost for the most or the biggest double game weeks in 36 or 37 but that doesn't always pan out the way we uh, hope for because uh, champions league teams are you know in their semi-final uh, mode and they are more looking forward to rotating players Plus, because season is come coming to an end, there are teams who are on the beach and you would see some unexpected team changes. Maybe manager wants to give some game time for some of the youngsters. So you see a lot of unexpected changes in the games and some weird results. So I would definitely think if it is not, it is best saved for 36. If you think that you are not able to chase that much of upside by using it now yeah, yes then definitely you can uh, use it then but if you really see opportunity with your current team that you can actually deploy your wildcard and bench boost or any other chip now then i would not just wait for 36 just because on paper it's the it's a bigger game week so yeah there's your answer so the last question uh comes from bruce wayne and i'll send it to aditya's way he's asking how many doublers in game week 28 uh, you would target or are the optimal choice? So do you have any number Aditya or it just depends? Maybe around 9 I would say. I think when, when, when we look at this question obviously we are uh, expecting that uh, Bruce that you are actually hitting a wild card and so if you are on the wild card yes I, I would also look somewhere close to 8 or 9 from doublers. Chris so you, you are wild carding in 28 so if you uh, end up uh, hitting a wild card are you looking at any specific number how many players you would have on 28 i did i did do a draft and i think the maximum amount of doublers i would have is nine to to eight because you want to have salah and kane i think these two are non-negotiable for me this game week and they also have a double next game week so you definitely want to have them and then there's also alexander and arnold who also has a double next game week. I, th I think those three are pretty much locks in the team, despite the double, not having a double this game. So I think I'm looking at eight doublers. And yeah, okay. uh, I, I, I would try to bench boost next game week. Yeah, and obviously one thing to keep in mind is uh, it's not the quantity always, it's also the quality. Also, you don't just need to look at doublers in 28. So when you if you're wildcarding, uh, then I would want you to actually have count the number of players you have in 28 29 doubling as well as playing in 30 so all those fixtures count it's not just doubling in 28 it's also about the quality of players and it's also about the next few game weeks to come okay so i think we have covered everything we wanted to we are at the end of the episode so thank you everyone for listening and if you want to support us if you like the podcast then we request you to give your reviews uh, and the rating uh, on whatever platform that you use for podcasts be it apple podcast spotify so that would help us out so thank you very much thank you very much for listening aditya and chris as always it was fun thank you